Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen, and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician. I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, I'm excited for Materia Medica Monday. Yeah, we're back for another one. I think it's just our second one so far. Mm -hmm. Um, But today we're going to be doing Aurum Metallicum. Yeah. It's not super long. Go ahead. Do you know what Aurum Metallicum is? I don't. I was actually going to ask you. (laughs) It's gold. Gold. Yeah, that makes sense because on the on the periodic table, I almost forgot what that's even called. That's how long it's been. I think gold is AU. Uh huh. Don't yeah. correct me if I'm wrong on public yeah. radio. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Okay, I always am fascinated. That is a really fascinating part of homeopathy to me, and I don't know if everybody is is into that as I am, but. Yeah what they are made of and seeing the correlation of Mm -hmm. how they can stimulate our bodies and what they're made from is so cool. So today we're covering RMET. I think there there will probably be something along the lines when I'm looking at my notes where I can, I can connect gold, but well, we'll you definitely can. I have scanned this and I can tell, but it's almost like a surface, like a flashy, the the mental yeah. part is yes. you're the goal you're the best okay. but inside you're not so anyway yeah let's talk about so met is a big grief remedy so it's got it's um it, we you often hear of Nat Muir and Ignatia for grief but don't forget met met is a big grief remedy and um you know great for for depression and this person might have a perfectionist, a perfectionistic um, attitude where they want everything to be perfect, which can drive you to anxiety and depression. And I'm, yeah. I'm speaking from experience. I've been there. I literally wanted everything to be perfect. And then if it couldn't be, then I just didn't do anything at all. And, and nothing got done. And okay. then I didn't like yeah, I didn't like that the house yeah, it's wasn't like a cycle. Yeah, it's a, it's a very a vicious cycle. I would clean all day on Saturday, spend my entire Saturday cleaning, 
it would be so beautiful and perfect. And then Sunday morning, by, by Sunday with kids, by Sunday, mess. And I was like, I spent my whole set, you know, then I'm mad. I mean, yeah, that was a long time ago. Done with all that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that perfectionistic attitude can, can bring on anxiety or depression. Um, RMET is industrious or might be industrious. And um, they like to achieve. They're achievers. They want to go for the best and only the best will do. Here's your goal. Yeah, this is your goal. Gold is gold is it. Um, They won't allow any faults. They won't allow themselves to mess up or have faults or show their faults. Um, No weaknesses at all. They don't want anybody to see their weaknesses. They don't want um, to show any any of their weaknesses. Um, Mistakes become critical. So this is when they when Aram met when the Aram met child makes a mistake in school or in schoolwork, it's a big deal to them. And it's not that a parent has done anything or anybody or teacher has made them. It's their own. It's their unmet expectations of themselves that they should never make mistakes. And when they do, it is it's a really big deal to them and they will beat themselves up. And do you. Have you found maybe in your, I don't know what your thoughts are about this, where like specifically maybe a child, their perception of, I have done this thing so that uh, people must feel this way about me. Mm-hmm. Is that an arm met thing or is that, uh, there, is it more their own internal? I'm mad that I messed up. I, th- I think it's more that they're mad that they messed up. Like okay. they don't allow themselves to make mistakes. They can't be okay. weak. They can't make mistakes. You know, gold is very strong. And isn't it gold is actually, well, I want to, I feel like gold might be soft. I do too. Because now when I was thinking about it, um, I have gold rings that are all all bent up. Yeah. But it's very (laughs) flashy on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know, there it's like, it's enticing and um, almost like seductive. Like you see gold and people like it's magnetizing. You want gold. You want that thing. Yeah. It's beautiful it's on the outside, mm-hmm. but it's, and that's what, yeah, soft, beautiful, but soft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they beat very themselves highly up. valuable. So, yeah. you know, so are you, if you're the mm-hmm. person that feels like that's this. right. That's right. Um, and so this is the, the, the arm that child is just, is the head of the class. He's, he's the, he or she is top of the class, you know, make straight A's in all the honors classes. Um, and they put pressure on themselves to be the best. Only the best will do. Their emotions become, emotions become inconvenient. They don't have time for that. They don't want to deal with that. Um, they don't have they don't want to deal with emotions. Emotions just get in the way of what they have to accomplish because they're, they have to achieve all the things they don't want to deal with emotions, get in the way. Um, and spontaneity does not get you where you want to go. They are not spontaneous. They have a mission. They know where they're going. They're on the straight and narrow. They have a plan and they're following it. They're not going to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. You're not going to grab arm. Yeah, like spontaneous, sp- 
spontaneity is too frivolous and fun. Yeah. They're like focused That's on right. their mission. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's like irresponsible. You're not going to grab an arm mat and say, let's go to the beach for the weekend. Okay. Let me tell you what. So would you yeah, give it to people? Huh? Like, oh, would you give it to people before they, so not necessarily depression because of that, but even if they're these overachievers, perfectionists, like, would you give it in that circumstance anyway? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because, well, um, if there's problems, okay. So if it's disrupting their life or their loved one's lives, right. So if they have, if you have an arm met kid and you're the parent and you're making healthcare decisions for this child and this behavior is disrupting your life. Yeah. Okay. We have to remember that that we're not homeopathy isn't changing your personality. It's not changing who you are. It's helping you to deal with these things in an appropriate way. Right. So it's okay. it's helping you to just like with grief. If there's a if there's a grief, we're not going to give you Armet when your dog died because we want to stop you from grieving. It has more to help. Let's help you get move through it in an appropriate way. Um, so I don't know what I would do without spontaneity. I, I love it. I'll tell you what, um, my friend, Lisa, how old, I think I was 18. I was 18 or 19. She just came over to my house one day. She was like, you want to move to Hickory? And so we're, we live in, we live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Hickory is about two hours away from Charlotte, North Carolina. It's Hickory, North Carolina. She said, you want to move to Hickory? And I said, yeah, let's go. I, <laughs> literally, Yeah, let's just move. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you didn't ask like, oh, why do you want to move there? Like, what are we going to do there? You're just, let's go. We'll figure that out later. Yeah, let's go. Wow, that's pretty Oh, cool. did we have fun? I mean, we had fun. And you really and hit so, it. So you followed through and moved. Oh, yeah. And you know, without a second thought, of, I lived with my mom, um, really just because it was just me and her. And we just... We just shared the house. We both, you know, I paid bills. I, I, um, I, I bought the food and I cooked and stuff. But anyway, it was, um, <clears throat> I didn't even think about what it was going to do to my poor mama. She was so sad. She was so sad. And I was like, but I'm having so much fun. <laughs> You're like, and I, I didn't think about that. I don't have time for that. Don't be sad. <laughs> but she didn't let me know it until later, years later. I didn't oh. know how, how hard it was on her. I was having so much fun. What but, a sweet little mom. That's like something a mom would do. Be like, I'm not going to bother you with. Okay. That's not bad. Right? She's so sweet. But yeah, so spontaneity. I mean, yeah. If you call me and say, let's go to the beach this weekend, I'm out. If I don't have something <laughs> I have to do, let's go. Um, so you can't do that to arm Matt. If I was arm Matt, I would have been like, whoa, Lisa, I, I have a job. I have, and I know I had a job. I always have had a job. <clears throat> so. Um, yeah, they're serious. Arm met, they're very serious people, and um, fun just gets in the way. They they can be very funny, they can be very funny people. Um, they can tell lots of jokes, and um, they can be there. Can be comedic, these are the comedians who mm-hmm. suffer from depression. Who is that? There's two. I mean, well, there are. Um, Robin Murphy. And Robin Murphy. Not Rob, I, no, I can't I Robin. I Robin Williams. Willie. 
so funny because listen, yes, last night we were doing a live Q&A with Joette and she said Robin Mil- Williams and she meant Robin Murphy. Oh. And just now you did the opposite. That is so weird. That's funny. I was just, I mean, I talk about Robin Murphy way more than I talk about Robin Williams, but he was one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he needed our met. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably needed Jesus, but what, I don't know. So, and I'm not, that's not a judgment. You know, I'm saying that from a place of yes. <laughs> Jesus. He probably really did not. He was, yes. Okay. That's okay. I, I, get, what, I right. get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so this is Armet might be self-destructive, um, suicidal. So this is a deep hopelessness of a depression where they might. Um, Armet is not just, they don't just think about suicide or, or even tell people they, they are thinking about suicide. They know what they're going to do and they have the tools to do it. They're serious when they, when they get to this point. Um, And once they achieve the thing that they're after that they're trying to achieve, then, and it doesn't make them happy. Isn't that so many people in life today? So, so hear me. I'm not saying that if you're like that, you achieve something and then it doesn't make you happy. And then you go to achieve something else and it doesn't make you happy. I'm not saying that that single thing right. says you means you need our met. Um, but really, again, that to me speaks Jesus. The people that are just out there searching, they're searching for the thing. Where's the thing that's going to make me happy? The food, the alcohol, the drugs, the sex, the, the course, the course junkie, you know, the, 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 the business, what is it? The um, workaholic when you're searching. searching. Yeah. I mean, you could do your, your own image, your body money, a job title, you could put that expectation on yourself as a stay at home mom. Like there's a certain level of all these things I have to do and decorating your house. I can go all kinds of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that is really, Jesus is the only one that can bring that true lasting happiness. Yeah. Um, so they're always looking what they have not got. They're competitive incredibly materialistic gold mm-hmm. gold yep. they're very materialistic if things go wrong <clears throat> uh, if they lose their business it's devastating they're devastated if they lose money if they lose relationship um when when they lose things when they okay so think about if you've had a you know a, a real gold ring or earrings or whatever you know when it costs more money than um, then fake gold and you lose it and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to find it. <laughs> you know, and you're looking everywhere for it. Um, the loss when they lose something, especially in relationships or money. And that's probably their lost. failure. They, they interpret that as failure. Like yeah. Not achieve. Yeah. And they have a huge fear of failure. So that, yes, that's, that um, lines up with that. And then they have ailments. So if they lose their job or lose, let's say they, I don't know, stock market or investments or whatever with their money and they lose it, then they have, they get sick in their body 
because it affects them like that. Um, They want to be the best. They're dutiful. Um, They might carry a lot of guilt. They feel that they've done something wrong. They're just always like, I feel like I've done something wrong. Um, They feel they've replaced uh, or sorry, um, neglected their duty. Um, Just being the best and doing their best is their driving force. They might feel forsaken. So they might feel lonely. They feel like they have to do everything themselves. So now you're looking kind of like, like the mom who, you know, is at home doing all the cooking, all the cleaning. And she starts, she starts feeling introspective and thinking, I do everything around here. I feel lonely. I feel because everybody's got their things, you know, kids are doing their sports and husband's working and here I am. And I'm just all by myself and I'm doing everything by myself. And, um, and they haven't got the emotional bonds of friendships that emotional, they don't have the community. They don't have the, they don't have, because they, they don't have time for emotions. So they don't build those tight friendships. So when they start feeling this way, they don't have anybody to talk to. And then they, they can become depressed. Um, They're so independent and they're, they're not worried about not having friends. They're, they're totally fine not to have um, any friends because they, they just like to be independent and just, you know, achieve all the things they put off happiness and joy for later. Cause right now it's business right now. I have things to do. I'll well, you know, happiness and joy will come later. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, but then it never um, comes because you just continue that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Or that kind of leads to the depression that could be a part of this too. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a very black remedy, dark, dark depression, no way out. They feel like there's no way out. There's, this is hopelessness. Um, Depression is suppressed emotion. So you know, when we say RMET doesn't have time for emotions, it's not that they don't have any. God gave us emotions. They're just suppressing those emotions because they don't want to deal with them. They don't want to, they don't want to do that. Um, they won't know what emotion they've suppressed, which makes it a very dark and difficult to get out of. And there's probably some anger in there. They can be, they don't identify the emotions. So when they're feeling this bad, they don't know why they can't articulate that, which probably Mm -hmm. helps or contributes to the, the hopelessness feeling like I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can be quite angry. Um, Maybe they've been cheated of achieving something. So if they, they thought they should have achieved it and they didn't get to like somebody else got that job promotion, right. Or mm. you got, or mama got pregnant. Mama was on this, this track mm. and then she, her, you know, her and her husband got yeah. pregnant and now there's this baby and that's stopping everything mm. um, or yeah. Or illness or an injury. They've been cheated um, out of an achievement, lost property. Um, it's a banker's remedy. <laughs> Everything's gone. 
So um, when they've lost everything and everything's gone and they're hopeless and depressed and you think of RMF and they're very sensitive to contradiction. They don't like criticism. You can't, you cannot, what's the, what's the word? Critique? Criticize? Um, What's the, what's the word in front of criticize that's, that's positive? Oh, constructive. Constructive. No, they can't do constructive criticism. Criticism is criticism. They're not going to take construct, constructive criticism. You're still just criticizing them. Yeah. Okay. I might feel like that a little bit. Okay. (laughs) For different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it should be, I love it. I love, I love when, when, when it, when I get corrected in love Yes, and by somebody that I respect, I'm like, yes. Okay. But you know what? Okay. I keep thinking about the, it's an identity problem. And this, I, I mean, I know we do always talk about Jesus here. So if you're new to this, that's a thing that we do. So (laughs) you might need to get used to it. Um, but it's an identity problem and the constructive criticism is part of that. Like when you're confident and you're yeah. comfortable in your identity in Christ, constructive criticism is helpful and it's good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yes. Yes. I really, really do. I really do love the constructive criticism or the, or the correction when it's done in love by somebody that I respect. Cause then I know they're calling me up higher. Mm-hmm. That's what we're called to do. Um, as Christians, we are called to, we, we are supposed to call each other higher with the Lord, you know, and, and we, we shouldn't let each other sit in our own mess. Come on, let's do, let's get up. Let's get up. We're we're getting better and better. Um, so they feel like they are perfect. You can't criticize them. They're, they're perfect. So do you want to, so that's all mental. I talked about all the mental yeah, things. That's a huge mental about. remedy. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And let me say, um, I like to do, so you could do a 30 or a 200 or even a, hmm. yeah, I would do a 30 or a 200 um, every other day, every three days, you know, um, so the, the 200s and above are more mental, have more of a mental um, effect. Oh, okay. So that's why you would start higher a little bit. It's not higher, but higher than the 12 or something. Yeah. Yeah. The 12s and 6s are more physical. So more for the physical effects in the person. Um, so tell us about the physicals of RMET. Yes. Okay. Um, the physicals, this is a shorter list. So this won't take me long. Um, RMET is a great circulatory remedy. So a lot of these things you'll hear me say are the circulatory system. Um, they use gold injections for arthritis and rheumatism. What? That's fascinating. They really do? Is that true? I, yes. You're um, like, I'm reading your notes. <laughs> you should Google this. Yeah, right? These are your notes. Okay. <laughs> do some research on that. But that is so very, I would love to know. Um, RMET is good for swelling of the joints. It's syphilitic. So that's good for bone pains, um, Mm -hmm. severe bone pain. 
and is a great heart remedy. So like I mentioned before, heart valve problems, maybe high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And there are other good high blood pressure remedies too. And even surgings of blood to the head. So I'm thinking like that pounding headache, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe when you like feel like a slight movement, I know sometimes there are people when you stand up or you lay down too fast, I know it's normal to some degree, but when mm-hmm. that happens a lot and like yeah. suddenly you feel the surge of blood, yeah. that's what comes to my mind. Yeah. And that's a blood pressure usually, or maybe, yes. you know, yep. it could be a blood pressure thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to ask you the, a question though. I know some people are really worried about aggravations. <laughs> this is my little dude. Summit comes to join us in here. Um, would you ever be worried about or a speed band yeah speed ninja band speed ninja band okay that's so cute would you ever be worried about okay so i know there are some people who are um, really concerned about aggravations and some remedies do aggravate and it's totally fine in this, in a mental mm-hmm. picture like this, if you have a suicidal person, um, do you know if RMET would ever aggravate something like that or are mental aggravations different than a physical one? So, so aggravations, yes, can happen mentally. Um, I do, I would absolutely not expect for RMET to cause someone to want to commit suicide. Like it wouldn't make it that part worse. I would, I don't think it would ever make a new symptom like that. They hadn't been suicidal, but maybe a suicidal person taking it would yeah. never exacerbate that feeling. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I'm asking that partially too. I don't know if anybody had that question, but yeah. just so to- I, um, which is another reason, uh, well, which is another reason I don't do like 200 twice a day. That's just right. too much RMET. Yeah. Um, you know, you might do 200 once a week for RMET, mm-hmm. especially if you're worried about that or concerned, start slow, 200 once a week. And then twice a week after a few weeks, if you're not feeling better. Um, so I see, I see beautiful results with RMET in the mental picture and in fatigue. So when, okay. Like people are really tired and dragged down. RMET seems to be helpful. Um, RMET is your just really, you know, we said earlier, earlier dutiful. It just reminded me, just I just remembered. Um, it's it's the really responsible man that's, you know, maybe he's got a um position at church. And he's got a, a high-powered job or a, or a job where he's got lots of responsibility. He's got lots of responsibility at church. He's got responsibility in his community. Maybe he's, maybe he's on some boards. And, you know, he does, he's got all these responsibilities because he's so responsible and he wants to do all these things, but, you know, he's struggling mentally. Then. And so you were saying before that you would give this, um, if you feel like that need, the perfectionist need is affecting like a, what did you say? Disrupting, disrupting their life. life. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be something you don't have to wait until this person is depressed or, I mean, they might never be truly depressed, but mm-hmm. that's really good to know. I think it, in that case, maybe that would be something you start slower because it's not a huge 
pressing issue, but maybe somebody's right. just wearing themselves out or you start seeing in different mm-hmm. seasons of life. I know that I can think mm-hmm. of a couple people who I'm like, man, that could have been helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, just to help them move through that in a mentally healthy space. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. To you know, know, so often I see um, people on medications for depression, anxiety. Yeah. And, and they don't help. Yeah. And then or and you just have to play with them so much. Like you have to, yeah. you try this one and something bad happens. You have to try yeah. another, like the effects of them sometimes are really terrible. Most of these um, consults that I do, they're, they're on the medications, but the medications aren't helping. And I'm like, but they're still taking them because. Cause the doctor said, doctor if said you, to listen, do it. listen, I can't tell you how often I've heard it, uh, a, a person has told me, my doctor said, if mm-hmm. I stop taking this, I'm going to get very much worse. I'm going to go downhill fast. That's scary. That is, it is really sad too. Even if you don't feel better on it, I better not stop because I'm going to get much worse. Homeopathy can help you get off those medications. So you don't need to stop your medications to start using homeopathy. And, um, you never, ever want to encourage anybody to, you don't want to tell somebody else to stop their medications. That's between them and their doctor. I'm never going to tell you to stop your medications. You need to, you decide between you and your doctor when to stop, how to stop, but homeopathy can help you get to the point where you can stop safely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. awesome. Thank, Thank you. Bri- <clears throat> we will see you next time on homeopathy at home with Melissa. Thank Bye. you. Guys.